Hello, podcast listeners, and welcome to the 20th of August, 2020 Hong Kong Stories podcast. I'm Rachel Smith. Well, our first typhoon of the year has come and gone, and the city emerged slightly windswept, and with that gleam that comes after a good polishing. Our first story today is about finding the gold in yourself, and as we walk through the streets in the heat and humidity, we'll be listening to Vincent as he takes us along his journey. After Vincent, we'll have a story from Liars League Hong Kong from their show Best and Brightest, which was part of the 2019 Hong Kong Spoken Word Festival. Before we get to today's story, so a huge and maybe a little dripping from the rain hug goes out to our loyal Hong Kong listeners. Thanks for always supporting and being the best Hong Kong. Thanks go out to our overseas listeners too, this week particularly to listeners in Gagny in France, London in the United Kingdom, and Los Angeles, California in the USA. Thanks for letting our stories into your ears. Now life can be confusing, but storytelling shouldn't be. If you struggle, we'll help you guide you through. In October this year, we'll be hosting the second annual Student Story Slam, where Hong Kong students are invited to tell their stories on our stage, or maybe in a, because of COVID in our recording booth. We're inviting students to learn to tell their true first-person stories with the help and guidance of seasoned storytellers on the theme of seconds. If you have an idea or you'd like to get yourself or your students involved, get in contact through our website, hongkongstories.com. Stories should be submitted before the end of September by following the links on the email. Hong Kong Stories. It's better than comedy. It's better than drama. It's real life. Now, before we hear Vincent's story, I need to apologize for the echo and the first 40 seconds. I'm not sure how it got onto the original recording, but taking it off turned out to be a worse choice. Please pretend that you're listening in a big room the first 40 seconds with a story from our January 2020 show that had the theme ready steady go here is Vincent I have often dreamed of a far off place where a hero's welcome will be waiting for me where the crowds will cheer when they see my face and the voice keeps saying, this is where I'm meant to be. You sing so well. Starry eyes emoji. My bestie from uni, Vanessa, discovered a clip of me singing on stage. I'm still dropping my jaw. Shook to the core. Shit! I'm so shocked. What's going on with this world? I did not know how to react, and she continued. You are so Nam Sun. No, like DiCaprio in Titanic. Jula <laughs> Hung, I'm hat over heels. I was legit touched when I listened to the chorus. Vincent, I'll be the chairperson of your fans club. I was in, in fact, I was in quite a dark place at that time. New to what people call the elite college. In my uni, everybody I knew was either publishing a book or launching their startup, and I was just me. I did not understand what the college saw in me 
for all I saw was mundanity. But Vanessa, she shed light on it. Singing is my specialty. That's where my value lies. That's why I must get in Cantopella, the acapella group at my college, and prove to everyone I'm also special. To get in, I had to attend an audition and sing in front of the team. It was I versus five of them. Their eyes were fixed on me as I fixed mine onto their faces. I was so focused. I could see the muscles on their faces twitch. I was so focused. I stopped breathing. I was so focused. I could hear my thoughts loud and clear. Do I sound manly enough? <laughs> Every strand of my muscles turned into stone. I opened my mouth, muted and choked. With cavernous mouth and cavernous eyes, I was the man in the painting. The scream. I was not singing. I was letting out a scream. Affliction arrived, putting out the soothing sounds inside. I knew I blew it. Fast, the year passed, and new school year began. I knew it was now or never, so I put myself in the same spot, in front of Cantopella. I fixed my eyes onto the same faces, but I was not looking. In fact, all I could remember was a bright light. When I came to, I already got in. Elated by the merry news of admission, I was oblivious to the imminent threat of paralyzing frustration. Having sung with the team for half a year. All I did was harmonize for Mark, the Spotify singer who had amassed a following online. Everybody on the team loved him, giving him all the solos. They applauded his musical genius, while never even addressing me by name. Jeremy, Augustine, all the boys but me. I felt little, dispensable. No,、nope. hopelessly replaceable. The only voice that had been speaking to me was mine. Do I sound nice enough? No, I don't. Not when I'm compared against them. I was worthless in the place where I was supposed to amplify my worth. Something was wrong. Something was stuck in my throat, putting out my voice. Don't carry anxiety elsewhere. People say that, as I could simply put it in a jar and shelf it. But I carry it. I am it. It weighed down upon me, compressing me, like a thumb on an ant. The tethers grew tighter, 
compressing me further, like a straitjacket, as my anxiety snowballed. It chained me to the ground, immobilizing my flight. I tried to open my mouth, but nothing right came out. It wrapped its hands around my throat, closing it up. I could barely speak, let alone reaching notes above my speaking range. So I dragged myself, my body, to my rehearsal for Rent the Musical, in hopes of breaking free with new stimulations, but it did not work. My castmate Orion. Must have noticed something wrong going on with me, as I winced in immense pain, trying to sing. He came up to me. Man, relax. Just don't press down your voice. But the original act sounds more mellow and deep. I don't feel right sounding the way I do. He stood. Next to me, placing one hand on my shoulder. Just sing the way you do, man. Sing, as I do. These words echoed through my mind, keeping me awake at night. Sing, as I do. These words. Summoned me to my past like an incantation. I was at the bad audition again. All I could hear was the deafening voice in my head. Do I sound manly enough? No, I don't. And thus, I'm doing it all wrong. I am awful. I was the one stiffening my muscles. I was the one who put my voice in a jar and shelved it. Sing, as I do. I was at the good audition. I did not ask myself any question. In fact, my mind went blank. A surge of energy. Caught through my veins, I set my voice free. As every inch of my body relaxed, I was floating. No, I was ascending. Now I know what the bright light was. But to look beyond the glory is the hardest part. For a hero's strength is measured by his heart, like a shooting star. I will go the distance. I will search the world. I will face his harm. I don't care how far. I can go the distance till I find my hero's welcome waiting in. Your arms. I am me, and I shine brightly in my own color. Thank you.
I have to admit that I love it when people sing in their stories. It's not a talent I possess, so I really enjoy when I get to watch other people sing. Now, this piece is from the Liars League Hong Kong show Best and Brightest. This show was part of the Hong Kong Spoken Word Festival 2019 and was performed live at the Fringe Club. Written by Marshall Moore, this is Everybody's Cleopatra, with performance by DJ Hamilton. You must have questions. First things first, though. You should sit down. I know you're still in shock. Everyone is when they get here after an abrupt transition like yours. The ones who have longer to plan, to prepare, it's much easier for them. Do you feel well? Do you know where you are? I bet you were expecting the pearly gates, weren't you? Clouds and cherubs. Bling, bling. <laughs> All that silliness, that's, that's what I usually hear. The fact that the afterlife looks like a suburban office park always comes as a surprise. <laughs> it only makes sense when you realize that heaven's a corporation. Jesus modernized. You've been referred to this department because you're someone special. I'm Baalfazor, your intake officer. I'm here to talk about your case, about your options. You had a spectacular life, didn't you? Oh, don't be modest. I've got it all right here in your file. No, no, we phased out paper a thousand years ago. Afterlife LLC is an all-windows environment. <laughs> Steve Jobs tried to convince us to switch to Macs when he passed through here a few years ago, and discussions were held, but Apple's earthly walled garden is big enough already. So, let's see. From the time you were a little girl, you stood out, didn't you? A straight-A student. You set up a lemonade stand near the golf course in your neighborhood and saved money for college. In high school, you convinced your parents to let you buy stock. Those were some brilliant investments. Almost scary. When the time came to go to college, you had your choice of scholarships. You had half the Ivy League fighting over you. And why only half? Because you didn't apply to the rest of them. <laughs> You're not an Ivy League type. You never were. You're more Stanford, Palm Trees, Palo Alto. And that's where you ended up. Masters at Caltech, PhD at Chicago. And you're fluent in French, Spanish, and Vietnamese. There's an interesting story behind that one, isn't there? Speaking of stories, we know all about the boyfriends, the abortion, the drinking. But don't worry, you're only human. We all understand so much pressure you put yourself under. It's natural that you went off the deep end now and then. We can chalk it up to errors of judgment. Accidents happen. 
which is how you got here, actually. We have it down here that you were one of the first to recognize the potential of the Internet. Your investment website broke a lot of ground back in the day, even if no one remembers it now. Same with your next two startups. You blazed a trail and got bought out. Those years were (laughs) like a gold rush, weren't they? The first IPOs, those first big sales, that frontier feeling. And tech hadn't ruined San Francisco yet. The city still had a soul when you moved there. But why are you here? Well, there was a large truck involved. If you're wondering if it was your fault, it is. You were speeding while talking on the phone. But don't worry, the other driver survived. He'll be walking again in a year. And accidents happen. Here's the thing. All your charitable work, your foundation, clean drinking water for villages in... Where's the list of countries? Never mind. You know where they are. No politics. No strings attached. Just wells and the tools to maintain them. More money for women's health services. Same region. And everything you overcame. The alcoholic parents. The abusive older brother. All of it. Yes, some of that darkness got in. But you made the most of what you were given. We want to give you another chance to help humanity to contribute. Have you ever seen someone on TV claiming to be the reincarnation of some long-dead political leader or monarch, Mary Queen of Scots or Napoleon or someone accomplished in some other way, Leonardo da Vinci, Nikola Tesla? Here's the thing. They're not actually wrong. Not completely. When someone notable dies, we distribute them. That's right. We literally smash their soul into billions of particles of goodness and send them back into the world. Think of it as an alternative to reincarnation, the ultimate form of recycling. Once the soul has reached such heights, It's enjoyed everything Earth has to offer. Money, fame, power, physical pleasure. (laughs) After that, what is there? The best and noblest almost always say yes. So in a way, we all have a little King Arthur in us. Everyone's Cleopatra. It's, oh, it's not a perfect system. We have made mistakes, too. Lord Byron amplified the collective libido. And don't even get me started on Catherine the Great. So much of the world's excess and debauchery is a direct result of those two passing through this room. Reagan was another mistake. Sending him back into the world was Well, 
We're partly to blame for today's form of capitalism. We should have learned our lesson from Sigmund Freud, but we didn't. There are also defectors. Harry Houdini found a way to reassemble himself. We have no idea where he is now. And something happened with Steve Jobs. We think he wound up in the Internet instead of the people he was supposed to uplift. In any case, we're trying to rectify all that, to course correct before it's too late, which is why we need people who are genuinely decent and good people who've done something with their lives, people who are resilient. How does it work? Well, that's a good question. Do you see that door over there? You shouldn't open it. Not until you're sure. There's a supermassive black hole on the other side. There's so much more to them than scientists have even begun to understand. Think of them as portals of divinely inspired destruction. Also as corridors. And as distribution networks. As you pass through the event horizon, Everything that makes you who you are will be fragmented, atomatized. The soul by itself has no substance. Any pain you feel will be mental, and the pain won't last forever. You'll become part of the dreams of the whole human race. I know it's an enormous decision. You're welcome to stay in this room as long as you need. In case you haven't noticed already, you no longer need to eat or drink or sleep so you can feed your soul with works of art instead. That's an El Greco, and next to it, an original Vermeer. Perhaps not his best, but it officially doesn't exist. You understand, we have to be discreet about who passes through here. And, oh, that's a Monet. You'd have guessed that already. And that one's a Liufan. And the music in the background, it sounds like Beethoven. That's because it is. (laughs) Think about the course that humanity is on. Dark roads with no lights and no maps. You can be part of the process of putting things right. Take as much time as you need. I'll be back in an hour. Thanks for listening to today's stories brought to you by Hong Kong Stories. The music for this podcast was written and performed by Andrew Robert Smith. Everyone has a story to tell.